everyone, and welcome to Worth the Calories, a Great British Bake Off podcast. I'm Matthew Vose. And I'm Catherine Vose. This week, we're back with 20s week. Yeah. Some joke about us not being in our 20s. I, it's been a long time, honey. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rip-roaring fun was had by all. Yeah. Let's Charleston it up to the Tw- cake stand. 20s week, you gats be, kid- gats be kidding me. Gats. <laughs> you gats be kidding. Gats be kidding. Yeah. Great. Let's get on. <laughs> Tad tenuous, wasn't it, as a theme? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. It could have been anything, frankly. Yeah. Um, a mix of different types of things this week. Cust- mm. Custard tarts followed by baked pastry. Deep fried fried, fried pastry, pastry yeah. sorry, yeah. Followed by cakes. Big cakes. Yeah, the, the multi-tier cake decorated yes. is a very old-fashioned bake-off challenge. Yes. That that feels very much that thing. But let's start at the top. Four custard tarts, highly decorated, open tops, and the custard set in whilst baking. Yeah, baby, that's what I'm talking about. That's exactly <laughs> what you like to That's That's what I wanted last week. <laughs> What did you think of the challenge? <laughs> Custard tarts. I thought it was great. What I mean, did you I think of the attempts at the challenge? The attempts at the challenge. <laughs> so the challenge itself, I think, you know, the, the, the challenge here was to produce four mm-hmm. of the same thing and make the whole thing look glorious. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of them did an amazing job. Right. There were a number of those uh, custard tarts that I would have been happy to see served in front mm. of me in, in, in high-class establishments. Yeah, okay. Yes. <laughs> Um. Yeah. How, what, what about you? What, what What were your feelings on a custard tarty challenge? I get what you're saying about it was to create four, but they only tried one at random. Yes. So they weren't looking for consistency, or at the very least, they weren't testing for consistency. Oh yeah, I get your point. Visually, I, yeah, yeah, but. I think the volume just was adding the challenge. You know, we're back into the challenges, the time pressure. Yeah. That that yeah. was my feel. You, you would expect all of them to be able to do a good custard tart. Yes. Now do four of them and make them look pretty. Yeah. In unusual flavours. make them flavors. look visually consistent. Exactly. Yeah. The the biscuits that David did did look incredible. They were really yeah. good. You could they see them really being good. sold by that posh biscuit shop on... Biscuiteers. Yeah. eight ninety nine a biscuit. Exactly. But you, you could see it. Most ridiculous expensive biscuits <laughs> in the world. <laughs> but he did them very nicely. Like yes. The lad's got skills on artistic skills. As we've said in previous weeks, Like this lot are a very creative in that sort of visual, visual aesthetic. Absolutely. Very good at that. Note that for later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm foreshadowing a future conversation here. For... Foreshadowing. <laughs> um, any flavours, any of the ones that they made that stood out to you? To be honest, the one that stood out to me is the one I didn't want to eat. Oh. Which, as much as I loved the um, the visual aspect of it, mm. with its kraken. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate lavender flavour. Yeah, and there was a lot of lavender from what they said. Why would you ruin a custard tart by making it taste of lavender? Yeah. The, to eat a custard tart and describe it as soapy, yeah. that is a very bad thing. Like, that already yes. starts you out on a very bad foot. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was a lot of design over actual edibility mm-hmm. for, for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one, I didn't really understand why Rosie had made matcha pastry. Yeah, we've we've already 
had matcha this this season yeah. that went badly. So why are they still trying to make matcha a thing? Don't know. Mm. I mean, you know, I have eaten the odd um, the odd tasty matcha sponge cake when in Japan, but yeah. I don't think matcha is. I mean, just because it's powdery like flour, you don't necessarily need to put it in everything. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they tried very hard in a lot of places, but I'm not really feeling everything came off. David's got a handshake, and he went for a good custard tart that was decorated really nicely. Yeah. Did he even go for flavours on it? No, and, and, and do you know what? Sometimes I think perhaps that's a sensible choice. Mm. Do the brief. Yep. Do it incredibly well. Absolutely. Whereas everyone else tried to do something a bit different, yeah. which which can work sometimes, but... Unless that's pulled off to make it better than the standard, yep. then it's just not going to work. Yeah, agreed. Were there any of them that you thought, oh, that one's interesting, I'd like to eat that? I think Michelle's blueberry and white chocolate could have worked, but yes. the thing about it losing the blueberry flavour, yeah, absolutely, because blueberries don't have that much flavour uh... and it is very easy to lose it because it explodes into a nice-looking splodge. Yeah, I wonder if she'd use raspberries instead of blueberries, whether the, the, yeah. the sharp fruit flavour would have carried through. Yeah, possibly so. Mm, would have been interesting to see what that does to a custard. Yeah, mm. could, could but yeah. Fine. Of course, we had the shots of Rosie dropping one. Poor Rosie. And we had the shots last week. Yeah. Seeing, But they didn't let us who, know who it was. But the fact it was the green pastry, as soon as we saw what she was baking with, it was like, oh, okay, she's going to drop it at yeah. some point. I'll tell you something, that made one heck of a stain on the floor, didn't it? Really it really did, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if, if we ever make that recipe, remind me not to eat it whilst wearing a white top. <laughs> <laughs> but these things happen. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, the jelly thing was a really nice effect. Beautiful. But clearly didn't last. Well, I think um, I think the problem was the tarts were still warm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the sort of thing that if you can cool your tart down completely before yeah. you put the pretty, pretty jelly flowers on top, I'm sure it looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, and that's the sort of touch we were seeing in the professional shows. Yeah. So that's hmm. a very clever technique. Okay. Then we come to the technical hmm. 18 beignet soufflés. Beignet? Uh, beignet soufflés with a Sauvignon? Sauvignon? Custard. Custard, creamy thing. Boozy custard. And raspberry jam in them. Yeah. So it's kind of a shoe donut thing. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of a, a shoe um, shoe deep fried evil schiever. Evil schiever, yes. Evil yeah. It's really That's not, not massively different to the evil mm. Much, much thicker pastry. Yes. Because the, the batter that you make for the evil schiever, of course, we could pour. Yeah. And then we had to turn. Yes, and um, this has got to form its ball before you even start the deep frying. Yeah. I I would have said this was a really difficult one because it had so many elements that people just clearly did not know, except for shoe pastry. Yeah. But yet some people did really well. I mean, as Helena was doing it, you could see how confident she was. And she didn't seem to know what it was. I, I think um, this was a memory test of do you know how to make jam? Right. Do you know how to make shoe pastry? Mm-hmm. Do you know how to make a custardy savoir type thing? Yeah. And if you just knew what you were doing, you were fine. Yeah. Yeah, but, she said the four skills. That's a fair point. Yeah. Mm. But in particular, I think the people that fell down, the poor Michael, yeah. bless him. Yeah. 
Um, but you know, he fell down because he wasn't confident in how to make a shoe pastry. Yeah. And it's it's the same thing that I think we've said before. If we were going on this show, we would know how to do five or six types of sponge, of pastry, of cream, of meringue from scratch. And especially yeah. going into each week, you'd sort of refresh your memory of these things, like Absolutely. study for it. But is it just there is so much that you could know that you just need to learn some of the basics and hope you can pick some stuff up. Yeah. I bet they talk within the tent. They all figure it out between each other. And... Absolutely. And I mean, the showstopper and the signature, you can plot and you can plan and exactly. you can practice. It's yeah. only the technical that you're going to have to suddenly yeah. go, ooh, shoe pastry? Mm-hmm. And like even by the end, even Michael had kind of, kind of got somewhere. Yeah, well, Michael ended up coming eighth. So he didn't come bottom. Yeah. Partially because David also really messed up his pastry and also did a second pastry. The second one, I think, came out as badly as the first. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. Should we talk about doing it later? Uh, yeah. So the Showstopper Challenge. Pro- prohibition cake. Yes. So when we're talking 20s, we're talking very heavily American 20s. Not the British 20s. Because... Yeah. Yeah, because we, we didn't did have, have prohibition, prohibition in the same way, um, if at all. Yeah. Neither of us are historians, so... I must say, like when I think of the 20s, what do I think of? I think of flappers. Yeah. I think of Art Deco. Yeah. Probably about it. Yeah. I don't even really think of Al Capone, because that's an American thing. Well, and, and it's I, I thought it was a 30s thing. Yeah. The Great Depression, Prohibition. I always think of it in the 30s, but actually, no, it, start, it would have started in the 20s, yeah. so that's fair. And and it might just be I'm wrong on my dates of things. So, okay, a two tier cake, cocktail flavors, visual spectacle, visual spectacle of the twenties. Um, there were like four different <laughs> different sorts of cocktail done because most people did a pina colada. Well, that's a bit boring. Yeah, I like a pina colada. Well, yeah, but there are so many cocktails. It, it was a bit obvious. Yeah. Yeah. How would you do a Negroni cake? <laughs> <laughs> I love Negroni. Oh, I think, how would I do a Negroni cake? I would probably have quite a simple sponge mm-hmm. as the main base flavour. Okay. And I would have mm, some punchy Negroni jellies in it. Oh, interesting. Like just little punches of the Negroni mm-hmm. flavour. Um and to be imba- being balanced out by maybe some some smoother buttercream icing. Okay. Maybe. I don't know, I'm just making stuff up off the top of my head. It's, now. It, it's hard because it's such a bitter flavour. Yes. I mean I did say Negroni just just Instantly. to make you to make you wince <laughs> to make me you hate that face i do love a negroni but yeah I, I, what i also enjoy is how much you hate it <laughs> what okay. did you say what, what did you describe it as oh i can't remember but it was something very uncomplimentary when you tried it <laughs> so what cocktail would you have made and how would you have done it well a, a white russian is a very good idea although i was interested that they were going for the flavour of a white Russian, whereas I probably would have done a sort of milky sponge mm. and then um, so, some of the decoration elements and some of the icing as the other flavours, so the, the flavour comes together yeah. rather than it has the flavour of everything in, mm. in at one. I probably, however, would have gone for an espresso martini. 
yes. seems the most obvious easy because a sort of coffee cake with that kind of um, Kahlua sweetness flavor to it. Uh, maybe something even like a mudslide, but that is a dessert in a, you know, a chocolate type yeah. of um, type of cocktail. It is a dessert in a cocktail anyway. So true. Tasty good there. I I did laugh at the thing of oh have you heard of a vampire's kiss yes it's vodka and cranberry it's barely a cocktail but yes it is a cocktail <laughs> it's a spirit in a mixer <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay now I said earlier and we've said on previous shows hey this bunch are really artistic they're really creative they come up with these great things they're able to assemble that look great that chicken and the sheep and yeah. some of the designs they've Beautiful done things. have been really wonderful. I don't think anyone did anything particularly good here. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what happened this week. Just. Although, I do feel that Priya got a harsher criticism than she deserved. They always give Priya short shrift. And I don't know that she deserved it. I thought hers looked perfectly nice. I thought hers was very simple. Yeah. And it looked half done. Mm. If you're going to go for simple, you do it lots and you get it finished. Mm. I thought I, I thought Alice's technique with the art deco was the right way to go yeah because you're absolutely right there is this style the sort of slightly fanned out style yes that is emblematic of stuff in the 20s yes and you know you see it on designs around london and every so often you go ah that was done in the 20s yeah yes so that was the right way to go doing the ombre was quite a nice style you know mixing different things together but again it didn't seem finished and it was so simple it should have been done perfectly yeah it was done okay Mm. I can't even remember what date. What, what did David do? I remember his wasn't amazing. Oh, his was the amaretto one that was more like a sort of naked cake. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, no, his was all right. Which it, was fine. It, it, it was just it just, but a it bit just sort of sunk and yeah, 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 that was the problem with his. Mm. I didn't think Rosie's was very nice. But I think that's because I don't really like that amount of shiny glay. I, I think that's it's my preference in icing. Right. The, the, I looked at that and I was like, oh, I don't want to eat that. If, I, I think one of the problems that they didn't go into, and I think they didn't go into it because she was staying, but she was doing a mirror glaze where she was putting traces of gold and, and other colours through it. Yes. And if it hadn't been so hot, and if it had been allowed to cool, if she had the time to cool it down properly, I think it would have been amazing. It would have been marbly and, yeah. you know, really stand out. It would have been incredible. But I think it all ran a little bit and she lost some of the definition of them. Mm. Which is a real, a real shame because that yes. could have come out, although, you know, not your flavour, not the sort of thing you might have gone to, could have looked amazing. Yeah. But. It's that whole, hey, we're going to add an extra di- level of difficulty to your day because it's really hot. It's summer and we're in a tent. We're in a tent that has no air moving through it. And hot ovens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. So, but at the same time, they know what they're coming into. Like, yeah, you know, you can, you can plan and you can prep for that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, all, all in all, and I think across all three realms, no one particularly stood out. Nope. I don't think anyone... David got the handshake, so that's the one possible exception. I don't think anyone aced it. Mm. Even Helena in the technical, her Sauvignon Blanc split. Yeah. So even even that was still, you know, you've done some of this well, but some of this not so well. Yeah. And, and that final round, it was just so middling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's it's really surprising. And and is this the sort of thing they all need to go through to be like, 
need to step up our game. Yeah. Yes, because I think middling is a great phrase Thanks. because um, <laughs> I don't really remember any of the yeah. cakes. Yeah. It's just like, and I can still remember like the chicken that yeah, Rosie did. Exactly. That, you know? So Yeah, I, I, I would have expected with that brief to see some really beautiful things, some yeah. really interesting ideas. I think only Henry, oh no, I think David maybe as well, but only a couple of them really went for three layers, mm. which which intrigued me because again, in previous years, even possibly previous rounds, we've had people going, oh, I'm doing three tiers, I'm doing two flavours of cake, I'm doing... Yes. And, and I think I would have gone, when I heard the brief, I would have gone, okay, I'll do a raspberry mojito and a lime mojito. Yes. You know, two types of cake in here, this kind of thing. No one seems to have done that. I, I would have been interested to hear a bit more about Steph's cake. I mean, I know he he mm. praised the, like the lime sponge layer, yeah. but she did she did seem to have different coloured and slightly different flavoured sponges yeah, within within the layers within her cake. Mm. And I was like, oh, that interesting. Was quite good. Yeah, that yeah, was quite good. And the sponge did look wonderful. Yes, yes. But again, on a visual front, didn't stand out hugely. I don't remember so, what it looked like. Yeah. I just remember there was a lime sponge in it. I was like, oh, I'd like to eat that. Yeah. She had the sort of uh, standy up, I think, white chocolate oh, yes. slats sort of thing. I think, again, going for an Art Deco style, yeah. but not really pulling it off, maybe. Mm. A shame, because I would have expected something really nice. So fine. And so it's no surprise that we had several people at, in danger of going yeah. home, four at least. Michael not in danger, despite his little meltdown. No. Because actually, like you say, he stayed there, he got it done, and he said, if I go, I'm not coming back. Yeah, and, yeah. and I completely get where he, where he was, because I go through it as well. You just get so flustered, I, you just want to sit down, have a little cry, and move on with your day. You yes. Know, something like that. Like when you're trying to present and your microphone won't turn on. <laughs> oh, sweetie. <laughs> Speaking last night of Matthew trying to do a live stream. Um, so it's not surprising that four of them were in trouble. And it's really not surprising that two of them went home. Yeah, it did feel like an appropriate week for two of them to go yeah. home. No, no one had a particularly bad time, despite dropping a cake. Yeah, Rosie hadn't done that badly. Mm. And actually, you look across the rounds and, you know, Helena had two not very good rounds, if mm. not actually bad rounds, and we get one call. Yeah. So there's no standout in either direction. I think when they do technicals like the one they had this week, mm -hmm. winning or losing it is virtually meaningless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, everyone from seventh, so above Michael, first, there's not much in them. It's the quality of the, the actual baking and then the quality of the cream thing. Yeah, so. absolutely. Mm. But let's talk Steph, yeah. who won Star Baker again. Yep. We we talked about it last week. We'd said, you know, you know, she actually might be a dark horse for this, might mm. come out. We didn't talk about the phone call with her mum, oh. which made both of us well up. Yes. Where her mum said, maybe you'll now start believing in yourself. I know you won't. Yeah. It came back to me this week because of the way she reacted to getting Starbaker again. Mm. She seemed flawed as though she'd been told to leave. Yeah. She she looks emotionally wrung out. Yeah. She looks exhausted. Yeah. Just completely unexpected for her, maybe. Yeah. And again, because no one particularly stood out. Mm. But to then get it two weeks in a row... And, and putting her actually possibly out front amongst all the other yeah. bakers. Maybe she is someone who I, either just as a personality doesn't believe in herself. Maybe she doesn't have, uh, you know, high self-esteem as mm. an actual thing. 
But yeah, she's actually pulling something out here and I, doing. I, I think she's excellent. I'm going to say slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. I think steady wins the race. Yeah. She's just getting on, learning the competition, doing stuff each week that doesn't necessarily, certainly those first few weeks didn't stand out, mm. but it's just starting to pull, put it together and figure out how to do well. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's watch for more from Steph. I, I agree. And I, I, I'm hoping at the other end of this, Priya and Rosie, having had, certainly Priya, I think now a couple of weeks where it was so close for her, mm. that she's going to go, right, I've survived. I'm going to push on. Yeah. Because is, is this now the thing that I said it didn't feel like there was anyone who would survive on other people going out until they got found out? I'm hoping it's not Priya. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping now that everyone is competitive because it feels like it's a competitive group. Yeah, I agree. But maybe agree. maybe this is going to push the, the two of them on, I think, to be like, right, right, let's get into it. Yep, absolutely. Mm. Interesting. So we did some baking this week. So we actually recorded earlier about the baking. So let's hear yep. how we did on that. Interstitial music. <laughs> Okay, so this week we made maids of honour. We did. We made maids. Made maids? Yes. We did make maids. We yes, did make maids. We made maids. Um, uh, I can't decide if it was complicated or not. It felt like a long afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it, it was arduous, I think. Yes, yeah. I th- there, was, there were lots of different tasks. Mm. Uh, and each of those tasks was something either new mm-hmm. or complicated. Rough right. puff. Well, when I say complicated, rough puff is not. No, it's not easy. No, I, I, I don't think anyway. I I think part of the thing was it was all manual. Mm. There was no stand mixer, food processor, electric mm. whisk, anything like that. And and you know it's a, a very old recipe from before we had gadgets, so yeah. that's fair. And I was determined to do it without gadgets. Yes, and I did. How did Same. you do? I, I also did it without gadgets. Nice. Good. Nothing nothing electric, apart from the oven. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. the only thing was the heating of anything. Yeah. So, fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it had lots of steps to it. One step was making cheese curd. Yeah, that's easier than I thought it would be. Which, which was very easy. I don't know why you would. Um, what else is cheese curd used in? Yorkshire curd tart. Nom, nom, nom. No, this is a Yorkshire good heart, so what else no, no, is... No. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know, actually. I've no idea. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. Um, one part of it was making dough. Yep. And then doing a lot of stuff with the dough. One yep. part of it was making lemon curd, and then it was combining it all. And every step was somewhat physical, continually stirring, mixing, whisking, rolling, folding, grating... Yes. Lots of action verbs. Yes. I, I was I was surprised and slightly horrified by how tired I got whisking my um, lemon curd. Right. <laughs> I was like, Alexa, how long is left on the timer? Uh, well, it's not what she said. She, she basically kept saying, um, no, Catherine, it's only 30 seconds since you last asked. Yes, you still have more of your 10 minutes to go. Is that go. what she said? That's exactly okay. what she said in exactly those words. <laughs> and if I'm honest, after about seven minutes, I went, oh, it kind of looks like uh, thick custard already. I'm going to stop now. Oh. And it was fine. So For me, it was the whisking of the curd to mix it all together because it was still a little lumpy and I kind of wish I'd gone for longer. And I did debate adding the whisk attachment to my hand mixer and doing it that way, but I was determined not to. So I whisked and whisked and whisked and whisked and then I whisked some more and then I whisked a little bit more than that. 
I think it came out okay. I wish I had done it more. Oh, that's interesting. So, so right at the very end? Yeah. <laughs> you see, I gave it a cursory whiskey altogether a bit. It's like, yeah, there's a few lumps, but there always are oh, in the Yorkshire curd tart. <laughs> and then poured it in. <laughs> and I don't actually think the textures are that okay. different. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. I was okay. over it by then. Okay. <laughs> you were a little bit. Um, making the curd was fine. Fine. Draining it through muslin was fine. <laughs> Do we want to discuss the muslin? We don't have to. I would be interested to have the feedback from <laughs> um, from from our our guide listeners as to whether the I'm being told pass it through muslin and you had a piece of muslin, you'd just drape the whole lot over the pan and pass it through that muslin, or whether you would chop a little bit up and pass it through a little bit of muslin. Just 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 putting it out there. I think I think my actions were perfectly normal. So when I bought the muslin last year, uh-huh. I bought a roll of muslin. Oh, okay. That is nine hundred and sixty millimetres? 96 centimetres? Almost a metre? Almost a metre. So it's almost square. Right. And you put almost all of that, minus the two squares that I've cut for what I've done, in a sieve. Not folded, so it wasn't like super thick muslin. It was super shroudy, drapey muslin. And drained it through that. Yeah, it worked. And then you've washed it. Yeah. And you're going to put it back in a nice roll for me. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> It worked. It worked. That was the point. It absolutely (laughs) did. How much uh, cheese curd did you get out of it? You were supposed to get at least 200. I didn't wait. It it looked... (laughs) (laughs) It looked fine. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't know if it was 200, Uh, if it was 260, if it was I figured it was enough. <laughs> it was what it was. <laughs> I wasn't going to make any more. I think mine weighed to about 260, so I took some out when I actually mixed it in. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> Who knows then? <laughs> Brilliant. Okay. Okay. This is a good way of exposing the differences between us, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the dough. Yes. Uh, we saw on the show Helena forget to put water into it. Yeah, I don't know how she got any kind of dough without the water. The butter must have become incredibly melted. And yes. she must have had to really work it in she, she before spe- It's effectively made shortbread. Yeah. 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 Without the sugar. Without the sugar. <laughs> um, as they say, short cross pastry. Yeah, yeah. Fine. Do you remember how much water you put in? Did you do it bit by bit until you figured out how much? I did it bit by bit using the little blue tablespoon scoop. Okay. Um, I probably wasn't picking up full. I had a little bowl of water next to it. I did seven of those and they might not have been full. Right. Um, I initially thought I'd possibly put a little bit too much water in there. Mm -hmm. But I think it's probably just about right. How how much did you use? Uh, I did six. I did four. Then I added one. And I was like, oh, it's not quite... Remember how I said about the bread when you folded it, it wasn't recombining again very well? This was just about doing that. So I had another one and I debated it, but I was like, no, I'm going to err on the side of caution here rather than anything else. Yeah. So, But it did become very silky in doing it. It was really reminiscent of the dough, of the the bread dough. Oh, interesting. In in, in the way it went, but it recombined when you were folding it over. So I was like, I think this is about right. Yeah. So it's one of those things. It possibly could have done with a little bit more, but it was fine. Yeah, because mine mine never got silky. Right. It was always, is it too dry? Is it not too dry? Okay. But then, but then it did roll. Okay. Well, I wish I'd grated the butter 
first and then just lumped some grated butter on it. Well, that's what I did. Right. Okay. How did that go? Was that did that make it easier for the grating? I, I think so. So what I did was I um I put the bottom of the grater, mm-hmm. like the like the grater box, the bottle, yeah, uh, um, on the scales, right. and I basically just grated from a block of butter until I had a eighty gram block. a frozen okay. block of butter until I had eighty grams worth in there, right, and then I threw it back in the freezer, okay, and then I did my rolling and then okay. got it out of the freezer and. Um, and just kept it as cold as possible okay. in, its, in its grated state. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish I'd done that. I think I would have put it through the hand grater. I'm saying hand grater, and you're the only person. So we have one that's got a handle on it that you hold over. The kind of thing you get in Italian restaurants when they do, you know, do you want a bit of parmesan? And they yeah. grate the parmesan over your plate. I grated the butter directly onto my thing using that. Oh, okay. And comparing it to last year when I did grate the butter first and freeze it, I think this butter came out better for the rolling. Oh, interesting. I, I think it, part of that might be because what, as soon as you start touching it, it instantly melts and starts forming back together. Yeah. So grating it directly onto the thing, I think, was good in some right. ways. I don't think I end up using enough butter because it was just piles and piles of it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I need to stop doing this because it's just going to push out the edge and stuff. Well, that's what happened to me. Right. I you know I had my piles and piles of butter, yeah, but I don't, and I think I need to see someone do rough puff on YouTube right. yep. who knows how to do it. Mm. But I felt that there was butter squidging out of the ends, and then that got onto the outside of the dough, okay. and I just felt like there was butter everywhere, <laughs> and I got very cross. Oh dear! Oh dear. <laughs> um, you put all the butter on. You then have to fold it. Yeah, like a book. Like and then yeah. roll it out, put the rest of the butter on, then fold it like a book. Yeah. And then chill it. Do that again for the folding. Yeah. Then chill it, then do that again for the folding. I got the instructions slightly wrong in there. Oh yeah? <laughs> when so you after the all the butter was on, and you then wrap it in cling film and it says put it in the freezer in the fridge for a bit. I rolled it out, then folded it again, and then put it in the fridge. For some reason, I just skipped straight into and then rolled it out again. Oh, okay. So, so mine technically has an extra layer of lamination in it. Okay. But I don't think it's hurt it. I don't think it's hurt it. I was worried that in doing that, I had forced it all together. And I think by the last rolling out, maybe I had mm. some of it just... Oh, it's a little compressed here. But by and large, I think it, it came out okay on the I lamination. I think it came out very I think, well. I think yeah. I'm all right on that. Yeah, it was nice. Um, blind baking. That was fun. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I enjoyed the blind baking. I enjoyed really? using the Well, okay, the blind baking itself is fine. Okay. The cutting out right, of so the circles a, let's address was not the cutting fine. out. Roll it out to three mil thick. Yes. And then cut with a ten centimeter cutter. You do that, Prue. You 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 yeah. you you show me with that amount of um dough whatever yeah pastry dough that you can get 12 uh 10 centimeter cutters out yeah, of that I, rectangle i'm I, not convinced i'm of this. not convinced of this no. either there was not enough dough no I, I i wish i had gone down a size to the nine mil because i managed to get six 10 mil very comfortably and i went down to the seven i think I'm saying mil, I mean centimetre. Right. I went. I then went down a few sizes and went able to get a few more of them, but they were very shallow. Right. So all the in-between bits then got squidged in to make a ring. 
and worked fine. Like you didn't know until I told you I no, done. No, 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 no. You you could not tell that some of them were made off merged bits of dough. Yeah. And some of them were actually cut out that way. Yeah, I I, I did a similar thing. Like you, I got six fine. Mm-hmm. And then I chose to roll some of the leftover bits thinner. Right. And got a few okay. more that way. Okay. And then some of them I'm just like, right, I'm just going to have to stuff bits in this um, pastry tin because yeah. all I've got are bits now. Yeah. So, but. I think it came out okay. It came out yeah. all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, That was the bit, I think, where you were having the grumpiest moment. I was. I was a little fractious. Okay. I just want to check that I, I, I knew exactly <laughs> yeah. where it was. Um, so we stopped talking for a while <laughs> and then we made up and everything was fine. Blind baking. Blind baking was fine. Blind was baking good. was fine. I, I am slightly excited to finally use baking beans about 20 years after I first heard of them. And I've always been like, I really should get some of them and never done it. And partially because mm. I've not hit pastry as much as I did in my university and early 20s. I used to yeah. make a lot of pies and things. So it's quite exciting to finally use them. They get flipping hot. Yeah. And you have to be very careful with them. Um, you make the lemon curd, which is fine. I made my arm tired. But I'm going to make that again. That stuff is good. And then you fill it with stuff. You make the filling. Yeah. With some or more whisking. <laughs> I, th- I think um, I think it is possible to get overly obsessed with the whisking. <laughs> it would be my perspective <laughs> on that. <laughs> and then you bake it all together. Yeah. Um. So I'd warned you about the length of time it said to do the blind bake. Yes. I think that's a bit too long. I think that's actually a 15 to 18 minute, or at least 15 to 20, and it would have put me on the safe side. I only did 15 right. after your warning because I had a look in and I was like, actually, they don't look too bad. Um, I was a little worried because I think um, I, when I when I took the beads out, I was like, oh, some of this is maybe not fully, fully baked. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't a hard mm-hmm. bake. It w- I wouldn't have put them in the freezer for later use with that right. amount of baking. Yeah. But they seem to have come out fine. Yeah. There's no soggy I'd bottoms agree. here. I'd agree. They look all yeah. fine. Mm. Um, whereas mine were more browned around the edges than I would have wanted them to be. Yes. So I, I think they've ended up a little tougher because when I finally baked them, the top of the tart started going that sort of yellowy, mm. browny, goldeny colour. But the pastry was getting so brown, I was like, I can't leave this in here. It's just going to be... Really rough. Yeah. Although looking at them now, mm. yours, yours are definitely not burned. No. So I think you took them out in time. Yeah, I think I did okay, but I think th- th- yeah. certainly there were some at the back of the oven that were looking much, much browner and really going Fair that enough. way. So, Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I've never had these before. Mm. It's not a huge flavour that I go to. You know, a, a pastry, uh, uh, a not sweet pastry base, and then lemony and cheesy. So I think they're fine. I think the lemon curd was very tasty. Mm. But as someone who knows it and likes this taste, what do you think of them? I think they're lovely. <laughs> right up my street. I mean, I was sad we didn't have an egg custard, but this is not so far from an egg custard. Right. And it has the improvement that it's got lemon curd, which I love in the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm never going to make them again, just just to be clear. Okay. But I'm very much enjoying eating these ones. In okay. fact, I'm going to have to take some of them into work tomorrow. Yeah, so I'll just or eat a lot. Polish them off. Yeah. <laughs> is, is there any difference between yours and mine? Shall we find out? Interstitial music. So was there any difference between them? Having just had them, <laughs> I'm going to need to put some sort of musical fade out on them. Otherwise, it's just us sitting here chewing and you hitting microphones with plates. 
Okay, what's the only difference? Your pastry was lighter and I, flakier. I think my pastry is much flakier, as I can tell by some of the crumbs. That have <laughs> <fallen>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my pastry was was a bit. I think my pastry is a little tough. Oh, okay. And I'm wondering if that is the escaped butter. If that is the, I I, did, I was quite liberal with my flour to stop the pastry okay. from sticking mm. when I was doing all the rolling because the escape butter was making it sticky. I I think it's because I think the lamination in the folding and butter and folding and butter that that bit I think you've lost those layers. Mm. I think the layers that are there have come from further folding, so right. your layers are thicker. Right is the thing I think. Yeah. yeah. So. But, so I'm not sure I would have described it as tough. Just but, take a layers. Yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, obviously, I I I love lemon curd, so I'm just like, what well, do you mean a teaspoon of lemon curd in the yeah, bottom? Yeah. So you'd you'd so you'd already tasted mine when you came to bake them, and I think we had agreed the lemon flavour wasn't quite there. Although although it comes through, mm. it could come through stronger. Yes. Uh, uh, so you, so you've gone with more lemon curd, which I think is right, but also that's the sweeter bit of it. So that's the bit I enjoy more. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, mm. it, it, it's interesting to me how the flavors all work together. Right. I really do not like the flavor of the curd bit on its own. Okay. I thought, especially in mine. I mean, I didn't taste well, it on its own in yours, but I was tasting mine before it got mm. cooked. It was so ridiculously sweet. Oh, that's interesting. Mine wasn't that sweet, but I think mine is a lot more lemony than yours. Did you put lemon in the? I put the lemon rind. I put two, two packets two, two of two it. Packets. Yeah, oh, yeah. interesting. Because yeah, I I feel like the lemon comes across mine in general more. Yeah. Whereas yours has clearly got dollop of lemon curd in it. Yes, I mean mm. the lemon curd does over overwhelm <laughs> the flavors in mine, which is fine because I love lemon curd. But at the same time, having tried your lemon curd just as lemon curd, I think mine was sharper. Okay. So I don't know if I end up using more lemon juice. How much lemon juice did you use? Because it says a lemon. I. How much did I use? I got out one of the little bowls in the um, in in the cupboard, like the little little bowls, and just filled that up with lemon juice and used that much. Okay. I was like, "How much is a lemon juice worth of lemon? How much is a lemon's worth of lemon juice? Bash it in." So I'm... <laughs> if only there were places we could turn to ask such questions. <laughs> I figured my judgment's as good as anyone's. <laughs> So I googled it. Oh, really? And a medium lemon is two to three uh, tablespoons. Oh, I put a lot more than that in. Well, no, it's it's two to three tablespoons, so I put it in three tablespoons. Right. And I feel like mine came out with a sharper lemon to it, whereas yours is a softer but sweeter lemon. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Mm. To be honest, I probably couldn't tell you how much I'm putting. (laughs) (laughs) Would you make them again? Mm. Okay, no. <laughs> is the first answer. I, I'm interested to taste them from a genuine place. So if we do go to Kew Gardens and go to yes. the original Maids of Honor opposite Kew Gardens that Abby linked to last week, yeah. yeah, I would stop in and give them a go. So um, Debbie at Devils underscore one, who has made stuff and come on before and is trying the technical challenges as well. She sent me a couple of messages whilst I was recording a director, uh, well, not director's commentary, because I'm not a director, a film commentary about the Matrix. Um, so if you if you're one of the people who listens back to that and hears you know 17 minutes in, <laughs> that's Debbie. That's Debbie asking about these things. Um, 
because she was asking about whisking as well. And I was saying, you know, use your muscles. It's got to be a traditional type of thing. Um, her comment was, liked the pastry, liked the curd, not so fussed about the custard bit. Think an actual custard would be better. Would it work if you did a sort of pastiche donata type custard on top of the lemon curd? Or would it be a bit weird? I think it would. I think it would just be a different tart. Basically. Well, because the pastry's the same. You still would put yeah. the lemon curd in there, but you make a lemon eggy custard tart. Yes. Would it work? I, I, I'm i wary of doing that and thinking, actually, that's a bit weird. I think the sweetness... I think the, the texture of the lemon curd and the pasta stonata might be mm. a little bit too similar mm. to actually feel that you were having something different. It might okay. just feel like egg custard that blended into lemon. Would that be bad? Not necessarily, but or, it would or, definitely be different. Or is a pastastinata so good on its own? Yeah. That why would you add lemon to it? I, I would happily add lemon curd to most things. <laughs> but... Spread it on top. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was going to put something in the bottom of a pastastinata, it would be more likely to be um, cherry compote. Okay. But but a fruit flavour on top of that yeah. wouldn't be so bad. Okay. Yeah. So I could see doing these again, but I'd probably return to that sort of that sort of cake and mm-hmm. uh, that sort of bake because I quite enjoyed doing that. I like doing the swirls on the bottom. It, yeah. it was quite an achievement to have, have gotten them in there that nicely. Mm. And I feel like I'm a little bit better at rough puff now. Yeah. I feel like I've done this better than any of the other technical challenges and I feel like I've enjoyed it more than the other technical challenges. Oh, interesting. Mm. I and, and some of this is this is my sort of baking. Yeah. You know, very much in my, my milieu. Um... Yeah, I feel like I've done stuff here that's like, oh, yeah, I could see me doing this for another thing and making compots and making this sort of thing. You see, I, I am the other way around. Mm. I've enjoyed the other technical challenge a lot more. I think this one was beyond my threshold of faff that I'm willing to put up with. Okay, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's possibly because I got so cross with the rough puff. If I'd come out of that going, yeah, I'm all over rough puff pastry, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe I'd be thinking differently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think some of this is, it's more akin to the sort of chemistry side of baking that I appreciate. Yes. You know, exact amounts and, you know, draining things, turning one thing into another thing into another thing. I, that's what I quite like about baking. So, you know, yeah. seeing, especially actually doing the pastry, because you do some butter and some flour and then you do some water and you see it become a dough and then you put some butter into it and then you see that become a a, a folded puff pastry. That's mm. quite a nice step by step by step. I found it such a great release to just make an arrabbiata sauce afterwards and just be like, <laughs> yeah, bosh, bosh, throw a bit of this in, stir it all up, done. Yeah. <laughs> I did say you would appreciate it as a simple thing after Exactly. Because it... it Felt arduous. I think it's about a four-hour bake. Yes. Certainly, certainly the amount that I spent on it. I don't know if you ended up about the same. Yeah, I think so. About, about um, yeah, about one thirty-three to five. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that it, it was tough at times because mm. it because it's so physical and because it just there's a little bit of resting at one stage in between all the stuff, but generally it's you're just non-stop doing yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And actually, Debbie said she'd done hers. One bit Friday evening, one bit on Saturday, one bit on Sunday. Okay. And then combined it all. And I think, mm. you know, she. I think she, her opinion of the thing was the same as ours in general, but that was the easier way to do it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I do feel that it took over my entire afternoon today. Yeah. Yeah. 
But you got lots of tasty. Good job, good job they're tasty. Well, you got lots of tasty tarts out of them. I did. I I think these have been the ones so far that have been the easiest to eat. Yes. Tasty. Or or the ones we're most likely to go to to eat. Mm. I'm trying to even remember what the other ones were. Oh well, I enjoyed the burger perhaps last week. The burger perhaps. Yeah. Fig rolls. Oh, the angel cake, which angel cake is never. It just wasn't to my taste. Yeah. And and was so complex that. Large parts of it didn't go well for us. Yes, yes. So yeah, and the this... fig rolls just no one was going to eat them because they're fig rolls. So oh, fig rolls were good. <laughs> my, my lovely colleagues at work like the fig rolls. They did. That's did you, Dad? This is true. <laughs> okay, I'll do a wrap up on the show in the week. Yep. How does that cool. sound? Yeah. Sounds good. Interstitial music. Yep. So we made whatever they were called. Maids of Honour. Maids of Honour. Maids of Honour, curd, tart things that went down quite well at your workplace, they it did. sounds like. They did. They, they, they went, went, at the very least. So that's, that's that's always a good sign. Yeah. This week they did the deep fat fryer tart, not tart, donut things. No, I Can we not... fill your Instant Pot with fat? No. <laughs> Can we fill the giant frying pan with fat and no. boil it? No. No, that does not sound like fun. I, I I am just far too clumsy to want to be around a right. lot of hot fat in yeah. one go. Yeah. Uh, so it's not something It'd I've be ever... so easy just to do something yeah, wrong. It's yeah, not, it's not something I've ever wanted to do as a cooking style. And no. I, I think we need to come up with an alternative. Yes. So there were multi-tier cake or there were custard tarts, Yes, Catherine. custard tarts. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to do this challenge? For each, nope. or they have done custard tarts as a technical before. Yeah, or there could be some of the recipes from the actual signatures up. We could just do one of whatever, whichever one we fancy. So up so far are Michael's and David's. Okay, and there might be others up there. Hmm. I to be honest, I'd be happy with either of them. I like mango. Michael's was like mango and ginger, wasn't it? And David's were beautiful. Michael's was mango, lime, and ginger tarts, mm-hmm. and David's was. David's fancy custards. Yeah, I'm not doing David's biscuits. That's not happening. This version of them is, I'm sure, not the version he decorated. The biscuits on this picture. (laughs) They certainly don't look flirty. No. I will do Michael's. Okay. As a custard tart? As a custard tart. Okay, I will do David's. And we will compare. Perhaps we should try and do them at the weekend at some point. Yep. With all the spare time we have. Yep. Probably going to have to be Saturday. If you for do me. it on Saturday, I'll do it yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, there we go. Super. Um, and we will compare custard tarts instead of comparing pinions. Yes. I might even do two: Ooh. one for us and one for me to take to my friend Sarah's for um, lunch on Sunday. Okay, or you could take it entirely. Oh no, because I want to try it. That's well, fine. exactly. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Because yes. the the only technical custard tart that I can find they've done in the past is pastaj tonata. Okay. Which I've done. I'm not sure you want to do. And it's not the sort of custard tart that I'm thinking. Okay. You want a big... I want a big Large amount tart. of custard, don't yes, you? Yes, yes, yes. There's a lot of custard left over. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> With lashings and lashings of custard. Nice. Okay. Baked in the oven. See, si, see. Si. With a bit of a wobble. Wibble. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we will see how that turns out. We will be back next week where it is... Was it pudding week? There was chocolate involved. There was lots of chocolate involved. I'm sure it was pudding or dessert week. Oh, that'll make us happy. I can't either. No idea. Good. Good. <laughs> we will be back next week for a very exciting 
comparison of different types of custard tart. Yay, Wibble. Wibble. See you next week. Bye. Interstitial music.